Hello, track fans, and welcome to another edition of a Track Guy Meet Recap. Uh, this past weekend, I was in Spokane, Washington at the Podium, a brand new indoor facility, absolutely beautiful, 200-meter uh, bank track, uh, hydraulic, hydraulic bank track to boot, uh, just great seating, uh, just a wonderful, wonderful facility put up by the uh, uh, city of Spokane and and operated by the Spokane Sports Commission, uh, wonderful people to work with. Uh, and they're going to be hosting the uh, U.S. Indoor Championships there in three weeks, February 26th and 27th, so I'm going to go back for that. Uh, the Indoor World Championship uh, uh, is a meet to qualify for the um, World Indoor Championships that will be in Belgrade, Serbia, uh, March 18th and 20th. Uh, one thing I learned when I was in Mel Milrose uh, last week was that a number of uh, U.S. Uh, stars, so to you know, if you will, are not going to be running um, at the uh, U.S. Indoor. Mainly the short sprinters, perhaps. Uh, at least the you know a handful for sure that mentioned that, uh, as they're just training right through it and getting ready for the World Outdoor Championships. Uh, that are going to be held for the first time on American soil, uh, July 15th and 24th uh, in Eugene, Oregon. So uh, many good events uh, this weekend in, in Spokane. Uh, not a lot of names that uh, you folks might recognize, but it was uh, uh, an outstanding meet. Uh, Duncan Hamilton, an All-American steeplechaser from Montana State, uh, he ran 356 indoors for the mile, a converted number. Um, he ran it on a 200-meter flat track. Uh, there's so many conversions in indoor track and field. Uh, the uh, track that is you that looked at and, and no conversions are required as a 200-meter banked track uh, with no altitude involved. Then you have an altitude conversion on top of it. The, there's a conversion if it's a 200-meter flat track. And 300-meter uh, tracks uh, are counted as all conditions records, uh, but not necessarily uh, uh, a collegiate record, if you will, because it's on an oversized track. But anyway, with that, uh, there are a number of good things that went on at the podium uh, in Spokane. Hamilton ran uh, sub eight for 3,000, uh, uh, which is, a, you know, eight minutes for a 3K is kind of a benchmark indoors. He did that on Friday night. And then Saturday, he came back and ran the first ever... Uh, sub four minute mile at the podium and keep in mind this is only uh they've only had uh, a handful of meets in the podium this year but uh, got, they got their first sub four minute mile or uh, a mile rather from uh, duncan hamilton some really good uh uh multi-events both in the pentathlon and the heptathlon where there's a lot of young uh, very good young combined event performers out there right now so you know that was uh uh some of the you know the highlights so to speak uh, individually, there were uh, uh, men's weight throws out over 21 meters 75. That's those are huge throws. Uh, Jordan Geist, uh, uh, All-American shot putter from Arizona, uh, had that great mark. Um, the uh, women's shot put had uh, Samantha Nenig, who was an NCAA indoor and outdoor champion for Arizona, threw over 56 feet. Um, Geist and Justin Johnson, who's from uh, Cal, threw over 63 feet uh, in the men's shot put. 
So that was, uh, you know, those were just some of the highlights of the meet uh, in Spokane. Now, a real highlight for me was I got to visit with Kyle Kepler. Kep is the uh, head coach at the University of Utah, been there uh, many years now, and uh, he was a former Webster City prep, then went to UNI and was a standout at UNI in the Missouri Valley as a distance runner, um, was an assistant coach uh, at Northern Iowa for a time, uh, and head cross-country coach there as well. And uh, now he's at, at Utah and does great things with that program. Uh, really rich uh, uh, distance group that he has right now. But he brought just uh, sprinters and hurdlers to Spokane, and they, and they ran very well. So it was always good to see, see Kep when, uh, when I'm on the road somewhere and, and uh, had a really good visit uh, with the former Iowa prep. Um, Iowans, former Iowa preps at Iowa colleges and universities, uh, we're very, very busy this past weekend, had great uh, uh, results and, and great marks. Uh, I want to tell you, if, you're, if you want to, and I, I would suggest that you do if you're a track fan, you can follow uh, college track and field at TFERS. It's called TFERS, www.tfrrs.org, and that is uh, uh, the results arm, if, if you will. Uh, for track and field, indoors and out, all divisions, junior college, NAIA, division one, two, and three. Go to tfers.org, and there's all kinds of ways. It's very user-friendly, different ways you can sort by team, by individual, uh, by event, and, and, and check that out and follow along with uh, our former Iowa preps and, and the Iowa colleges and universities during their indoor and outdoor uh, track season. So uh, make sure, you know, you can, it's hard for anybody, uh, especially me, to keep you updated on, on everything uh, that goes on every week, every weekend uh, in track and field that involves uh, former Iowans and uh, Iowa colleges and universities. So go to tfers.org, T-F-R-R-S.org, and you can do some of that yourself as well. But we did have some uh, Iowans that had great weekends. I want to highlight those for you real quick. Cassie Rosenboom-Parker, who prepped at Clayton Ridge. Uh, has just had an amazing career at Loris um, on the track and, and, and in cross country, won the cross country championship this fall. Well, she ran the fastest ever, ever indoor 3K for Division Three woman. She ran 9.13.10 on the 300-meter track at, the, at Notre Dame at the Mayo Invita Invitational. And that all-time best under any conditions, and I'm saying any conditions because it was 300, was held by Missy Buttry, the former Shenandoah prep and many-time NCAA champion at Wartburg. Buttry's mark was 9.13.13. So Buttry's mark of 9.13.13 still is looked at as the Division Three indoor record because it was run on a 200-meter track, where Rosenboom's, Parker's uh, mark of 9.13.10 is the Division Three under any conditions record. So uh, we have uh, two former Iowa preps uh, have a lock on the Division III 3K. Also in that race at Notre Dame with uh, uh, Cassie Parker of Loris was Abby Kohut Jackson, the former Dallas Center Grimes, or rather <laughs> former Ballard Huxley prep. Uh, she had a great career at Ballard and uh, she is an All-American and, uh, and a Big Ted champion. Uh, at the University of Minnesota. She ran 9.04.07 um, in that same race with Cassie Parker. Also at Notre Dame, 
the 600. It's 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 uh, it's a uh, highlight event, if you will, at at, at Mayo because it's a 300 meter track, and and uh, obviously uh, uh, those guys can run a little faster. But Genoa McIver, the freshman sensation at Iowa. He has run 45-78 for 400 indoors this year, not only number two in Division One, but number two in the world. And he ran 116.08 for 600 meters. Um, seventh fastest under any conditions on any track by a collegiate ever. 116.08 for 600, and uh, uh, the young Iowa Hawkeye uh, is really making a name for himself uh, at all levels in track and field this indoor season. So that's the fa seventh fastest ever by a collegiate, uh, regardless of track size, uh, etc. So um, uh, it, it was an awesome weekend of track and field, uh, both for me at Spokane and both for former Iowa preps and Iowa colleges. Um, from around the state. So please do yourself a favor and go to www.tfrs.org, T-F-R-R-S.org, and uh, get used to that and, and take a look at uh, everything that goes on each and every weekend and each and every day, uh, some, uh, sometimes of the year for that matter, and check out what the Iowa kids are doing. Uh, this coming weekend, I'll be uh, heading to Chicago uh, for a meet being held at the brand, another brand new facility in the country, Gately Park uh, in Chicago. It's not too far from the Midway Airport, owned by the city of Chicago. And the University of Wisconsin is hosting a meet there uh, this weekend, and it is absolutely loaded. It's going to be uh, uh, an amazing meet, I think. Um, the teams that are going to be there, Arizona, Howard, Illinois, Michigan, Michigan State, Oregon, of course, Wisconsin, University of Central Florida and Tulsa, and uh, some of the top collegiates in, in, in many, many events, both genders, uh, are going to be there. And uh, a highlight that uh, could make uh, not, you know, national, perhaps uh, world news, is that Cooper Tier, he was an NCAA champion at the University of Oregon and, and turned pro after the trials last year, and his Oregon teammate, who also turned pro after the trials, uh, and won the trials at 1500 and then uh, made the Olympic final at 1500, Cole Hawker. Uh, they're going to try to take down the, U, the American record for the indoor mile this weekend uh, in Chicago. That record has been there since 2005 by Bernard Lagat at uh, 349.89. So uh, Hawker and Tier, uh, they're in great shape right now. They've uh, both ran at the Milrose Games and, and, and ran well, and uh, both uh, excellent milers uh, as well, 350 and 351 uh, type stuff from those two. So they're going to take a shot at uh, uh, the American indoor record uh, in Chicago. So we'll see how that goes. Um, also this past weekend, uh, one thing I forgot, in New York on Saturday, um, 32-year-old Eric Sawinski, a Big Ten champion and an All-American while at the University of Iowa, um, World Championship indoor bronze medalist in 2016, former American record holder at 600, ran 146.26 in the 800 indoors. That was his 98th sub-147 in his career. You know, a lot of guys, that's their lifetime goal to run 147 for 800. He has done it 98 times. 
the 150th time he has been under 150. Wrap your head around that. 98 times under 147. 150 times he's been under 150. And uh, that's not bad for a, for a young man who came to Iowa as a 154 half-miler out of high school in Waukesha, Wisconsin. So, uh, you know, Sawinski's in, in great shape. He's heading to Louisville this weekend to race. Then he's going to go to uh, Europe and pace some uh, uh, world-class events and then be back for the U.S. Indoor the end of this month in Spokane. Uh, and he's going to be a force to be reckoned with in that 800. So we'll keep an eye uh, on uh, Eric Sawinski. Um, he's going to be on a podcast with us before that U.S. Indoor meet. So you want to stay tuned for that. And, and we'll get a recap of, of his career to date and what he uh, expects from himself in Spokane. And hopefully uh, he'll be making the trip to Belgrade, Serbia. So that's going to wrap up this edition of a Track Guy Recap. And we can't say thank you enough uh, to the sponsors of this recap, and that is Fitness Sports, the great people at Fitness Sports, Jordan and Lindsey Andrews. Um, they have three stores now, uh, the, the original Fitness Sports in Clive um, near Des Moines, and their Heartland Soul stores in Johnston and in Coralville are now under that Fitness Sports umbrella as well. They're great supporters of all things track and field and cross country at all levels, um, invite you to, to check them out on their website at Fitness Sports or stop by one of the three stores and they've got a, a very, very knowledgeable staff at all three of their facilities and um, they are in it for the long haul and they are in it for what's best uh, for you, the casual runner, the serious runner, the walker, the jogger, uh, whatever it may be. So stop by and see the great folks at Fitness Sports in Clive, Johnston or in Coralville. So that wraps it up. Uh, we thank you for joining in and, and taking a listen to the uh, uh, Track Guy recap for this past weekend. And look forward to catching you up next weekend. And hopefully we're talking about a new American record uh, in the indoor mile. Have yourself a great week.